Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in social customer care. Also brought to you by The Insight Group, who's holding their annual customer service summit November 16th through the 17th. It's at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge, beautiful location. I love New York in the fall, don't you? If you are going, I would love to see you there and say hi because Socially Supportive is the official podcast partner of the Customer Service Summit this year. So stop by and say hi to hear what's going on. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, so you can find out more about the event. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to today's show. I hope that you are having a fantastic week. And as you know, today is Freeform Friday. So, you know, we just put in a little bit of variety for you on Friday. It's been a long week. We were into Thoughtful Thursday yesterday, contemplating very deep strategy information. Today, we've got something just a little different for you. Today's guest has worked in multiple organizations within Georgia Power Company since 1987. His passion for customer engagement began in 1990 as a customer service representative in a payment office. No stress there. He then took on roles of increasing responsibility, including critical customer care, business development, and corporate training instructor. Since January 2015, he's been involved in the construction of and strategic direction of one of the most advanced social media centers in existence today. This includes managing a team of social customer engagement specialists who support all company departments for customer communications, advertising campaigns, and crisis communications. Ladies and gentlemen, Emerson Cunningham. Emerson, welcome. Thanks for being on the show. I'm glad to be here with you, Frankie. Uh, Thank you for such a wonderful introduction. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And I know that Georgia Power has been doing tremendous things lately with social customer care, which is one reason that I was so excited I was able to get you on the show today. And today, you're going to be helping us understand something that you're very familiar with, especially with a power company uh, situation when to respond and when not to respond. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you again. And you're right. We get all kinds of uh, you know interesting posts to our social media pages. We have opportunities to speak with thousands of customers under many different circumstances. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, sometimes there's uh, individuals that want to just make you know, this is a platform for complaints and problems that they may have experienced that may not have a whole lot to do with uh, something that we can help them with. So we've just got to be smart about it, uh, making sure that the sentiment of the platform that we're on in social space is really, you know, beneficial for our customer when they come to us. 
And there's probably uh, two or three things to keep in mind when we're doing that. Uh, I would say uh, one of the most important things to remember when we know uh, that we're considering rather what to respond to and what not to is we have to think, will responding uh, to a customer be beneficial to the customer and those that are watching as well as the company? and kind of explain what I mean by that. Uh, Oftentimes we'll get a post that doesn't really have a point to it, it's just a complaint without a question. If that is the situation, we may delay our response to see if there's a further question, or we'll ask a question such as, what can we do to help? And so that help being the key word, you know, to see if there's uh, some opportunity for us to be more specific about the customer's concern or issue. And then that may lead us into what we would hope is a further conversation about something more specific and so that we could redirect. Uh, Another point to remember, is it beneficial to do so? Uh, And sometimes it may not be beneficial to do so, uh, and that meaning to respond to a customer in the space. Uh, If the customer or member of the public just is airing a point, maybe it's something about legislation that they don't agree with. Maybe it's something about uh, environmental issues that we may or may not as a company be involved in. And they want to use our name as a platform for uh, airing their, their point of view. Uh, We have to know that we're adding to a conversation that's going to be beneficial, even if it's a tough topic. You know, uh, tough topics are hard to deal with sometimes, but they, you know, they're real for us to deal with. And that's why we're in a space, you know, Frankie, because we want people to come and talk with us about those things that are very important to them. So even if it's, you know, something that we really would rather not address because it may or may not be true, we're here to listen and help help the public get closure on some of those issues. I think that's a wonderful point, Emerson, because there are those tough topics that come up. And to your point, when they're when they're relevant and when it will add value to either right. that particular individual who's who's commenting or to the public at large, even if it's a, a tough topic. I think, you know, for most companies, you'll need to make sure that your public affairs department and the company at large is okay with you responding. But but once you know that there is a response that could be beneficial to the public, even those, what do they call them, um, crucial conversations and tough conversations, that's a great place to have those is on social. So I, I love the point that you make there about is it beneficial to respond and do that even if it's tough. That's true. Um some some individuals would would love for you to be drawn into a conversation through an initial post that leads to further negativity and so we have to be careful about that uh every time we post something uh we want it to be beneficial and i would think that maybe this third point would open up uh, a further conversation about that and that point being is there a possibility of opening up a conversation that becomes even more negative uh, from the initial post. And so you you have experience in, in this area. You could kind of further, you know, exacerbate upon this conversation when we say you've got to think forward beyond the next post as to what possibly could the conversation turn into. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. It's like um, for those of you who like to play pool. Um, that's a good analogy. When you take the first shot 
um, the ball lands somewhere. And then what you have to think about, even as you're taking that first shot, is what they call the leave in a pool game. So where is that shot that you're taking right now going to leave you? And then how is the next shot that you can take going to be beneficial? Are you going to be able to get the ball into one of the pockets? And so kind of a long analogy, but just to say before you make that first statement, really have to think globally about all different points of view and how your response could sound to all points of view and how can it then be taken into another direction in the next step. That's a great point. Yes. And so that kind of, I know we'll talk about this at a later date, that kind of leads into, you know, what kind of staffing or personnel would you have responding to these types of inquiries on your social pages? Because you really do want to have someone with a, a broad understanding of your business and a, a deep resource pool to be able to answer these type of questions with the least negative sentiment possible and then be able to turn turn around those neutral sentiment to customers and make it positive because respond, timely responses is also valuable in the space. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yes, I would. I would say that the longer um, the longer that you wait to make that initial response to a customer, the more trepidation, the more anxiety can develop right. while they're waiting to see first, are you going to respond? And second, what will your response be and, and will it alleviate whatever tension they might have? Right. So once we've considered all of those things, we want to then decide, are we going to respond and how are we going to respond? And so these are the things that, you know, kind of keep us up at night when we think about any of these conversations could go negative. They had the potential to do so, but are we prepared in case they do. And so we have to stay one or two steps ahead of what we think the conversation uh, the direction that it will go in. And Emerson, let me ask, do you, um, it, for your agents or for anyone's agents, do you recommend that folks sit down and really map out how they want agents to go through a particular protocol? For example, when an agent receives a post and they think to themselves, uh-oh, this post, um, I'm not sure if I should respond. And if I, if I did respond, I'm not sure what I would say. Is there, you know, a, a preparation framework that you recommend that folks go through to get the agents prepared that when that happens, they know what they should do about that? Well, there's a couple of things, uh, Frankie, that I would recommend. First, uh, having a team of responders, if possible. Now, that's not always possible. You, you, in some companies, you have one person that does all of the response. But when that's, that isn't possible, um, you might want to reach out to, again, having created a relationship with your PR or corporate communications team and be able to have them available to you to bounce things off of those responses before you uh, put it out there publicly for everyone to see. You may want to just check in with someone. I would highly recommend that. Uh, but if you have the luxury of having someone else in the room with you or at arm's length, to be able to look at your response and gather the thoughts of all the possible things that could happen. And then too, you know, historical information regarding current topics in your company or things that are going on in the media that affect your company. All of those things uh, could help you formulate a better response. 
Oh, I think that's I think that's great insight, Emerson, and I'm sure all of our listeners will be able to use that to their advantage if they don't already have uh, a framework together in terms of what should agents do if they come across information that they're not sure should I respond or if I if I know I should respond, how am I going to respond? And I'll tell you, um, with with my teams. Uh, whenever I would refer to this section as we were onboarding new agents, the first thing I would say is, if you think you know, you really don't know. It, you right. need to be a hundred percent sure because I would remind them that you can, you know, the the CEO of your company uh, could be, you know, just looking over your your Facebook page or your Twitter account at his leisure because it's it's public. So, um, you know, on a telephone, it's easier for an agent to maybe make an educated guess or or suppose oh. or surmise something, but. If, if you're not 100% sure on social media, you don't want to be answering. So it's it's always great to have that protocol in place ahead of time to let your agents feel comfortable that if they're if a question comes across that they don't know the answer to, that they know what the process is for finding that answer and getting certainty before replying. Right. And, you know, I speak to social media managers all the time and they ask, you know, who would you get to do the engagement piece and who would you get to do the response? Oftentimes what they're thinking is, oh, I'll grab somebody from customer service that's new or an intern or someone like that. And I would highly suggest not doing such a thing. Because again, you really are speaking to the public on matters that represent the company. And so you really want to get someone who has that liability, uh, thought in mind and has expertise at their side and, you know, can speak broadly on things when needed to at the drop of a hat. I think that's great advice, Emerson. And for everyone listening, Emerson is a wealth of knowledge. We will have uh, his top three questions to ask yourself before uh, responding on social media so that you know when to respond and when not to respond. We'll have those available at sociallysupportive.com uh, slash seven for episode seven, which is what this is right now. So Emerson, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. I know that we'll be excited to hear from you again next time. We've got plenty of things to talk to you about, like how to handle trolls and more information uh, on hiring the right person. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Glad to do it, Frankie. Looking forward to a future episode. Wonderful. Thanks, Emerson. Do you have a job opening? If you do, send it over to Frankie at Frankie at sociallysupportive.com. Our listeners are the smartest in the biz. Also, if you're looking for a spot, don't worry, I'm not going to tell your boss or say your name on the air. But send me your resume at Frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll pass your information along to someone who might hire you. Who's doing it well? If you see an awesome Twitter exchange, or if you just want to brag about your own team, send me a copy of it to Frankie again at sociallysupportive.com. I might share it on the air or post it in the show notes or on the site. So everybody, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you for listening to Socially Supportive. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.